1: Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Monica Pitts, owner of May Create Design, a 17-year-old web design company. And they offer done-for-you services and done-with-you services primarily for WordPress website solutions. Love this. Monica, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Can you expand a bit more on... Where your business is today, because I know it's gone through a lot of iterations and it's evolving, and the transition is amazing. And who is it that you that you love to work with?
2: Well, um, I started my business when I was 25, um, really because I just wanted to wear my nose ring to work and not have to leave my dogs at home every day. Um, and I thought, oh, I need to work for this other company. And my mom saw something else in me. She was like, nope, girl, you need to work for yourself. There is no time like the present to be hungry. And she was right. And so like armed with that piece of knowledge and a computer and my degree in agriculture, I started my web design company.
1: May create, kind of design me. was born. Beautiful. Yeah, it was
2: born. And so through the years, I've had business partners, partnered with family, bought myself back out from family, gave birth to children, hired and fired employees, and made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> Um, There have been days where I would hang out underneath my desk and cry. And then there are days where I run around the office and I high five everybody because I'm so freaking happy that I figured out how to send an email using an RSS feed so I don't have to write them anymore. (laughs) um, I love that. It has been a fun journey. And right now we are transitioning from doing these amazing done for you websites that we've done for so long into also offering... The service of a done with you program, where we help guide business owners through um, and nonprofits, a lot of nonprofits through building their own WordPress sites, so that way they have something that's strong that can grow with their organizations and companies.
1: Beautiful, love that. Just get the away back because whilst that's amazing, just the the core. What what makes people say fuck it i want to do my own business this is what i want to do and have that honesty of like yeah i want to spend more time with my dog i mean i relate to that big time it's it's a small thing but it's a massive thing and i know it's only part of it but that made me chuckle it's like yeah what what do we what do we actually want to do that we either don't think is a possibility or we we don't go after so the way your business started here's what i want to do here's who i am and shit, I can actually do this. So that's number one inspiring to to show as, as as true.
2: And I thought like, so back then, back then, in like 2005, people did not bring their dogs to work. You know, like very seldom would you see something like that. And like, and, and just, I, before I signed my first lease, I was like, hey, can I like have a dog in this office? And And I thought that people were going to be like, oh, these people can't be professionals. They've got a dog in here. And uh, what I found was that people would walk in and be just like immediately enamored with the idea that they got to pet a dog through the meeting. And it was great. And so, I mean, now I just train my dogs to shut up and lay down and go to sleep when they get in here and they know that's their job. And so that's what they do. Um, but yeah, so here are my expectations were: I just want to bring a dog to work and people are going to judge me. And instead they admired me for it even then so i'm like yay everybody bring your dogs to work it's good for you
1: (laughs) yeah it's fantastic doing what's right for you doing what Mm -hmm. what fills your heart and soul with because you're not just a just another web design company it's just pumping out templates pumping out designs that doesn't really work it's there's more to it it's deeper and Mm -hmm. unless you can put your your shine on it your your personality um it's gonna be a struggle it's not gonna feel quite right. So
2: without
1: with with evolution to you obviously throughout the years to hold that as truth obviously it's, it's tough to hold that as center you you mm-hmm. question it people question you so what was it that allowed you to continue to be yourself authentic throughout and maybe where was a couple of times that you went off the rails and you, you missed the mark and then you realized oh shit i'm, I'm not being true to myself
2: well I think that at the beginning, it was easier because it was more just me. And then around the time that I gave birth to my first child, I merged with the family business. And for a while, that was fine. And I really did like I had postpartum depression really bad. And it was just like I lost myself for a while. Like I remember sitting in business meetings and thinking, what would Monica do? what would Monica say right now? Like really think like, what would Monica say right now? And I was like, damn, I am Monica. And I don't even know what she would say right now. Like I am screwed. So, and, and, you know, luckily I had my brother and my husband and my, my business um, associates that were like, okay, we can get her through this. And so mm-hmm. that was like a physical manifestation of it. But then as that time with the family business drew to an end like we got offered to be purchased by another company just my division. And I thought, you know what? This could be the next chapter. I think I, I think that this could be great to have this new energy. Maybe I'm ready to move on from the family business. And they said, no. And I was like, what? And then it left me to like examine these beliefs that I had about this supported structure that I was in and realize that they really weren't going where I was going. They didn't want the same things that I wanted out of the business. Maybe not ever, maybe not now. And since I was on the other side of this, Um, okay, because I was with them for like seven years. So when I was on the other side of having my children, I was through the postpartum depression, you know, and I was ready to go just like, just like grow and and do something different. And they weren't, and that was really hard. Like I can remember like sitting with my husband as we're going through this feeling like I was getting divorced from my family. My dad hates it. When I say that he hates it, he's like, no, Monica. We did not get a divorce. And I'm like, well, it sure as hell felt like it because this was a mess. Like my dad, my brother, my uncle. Anyway, I remember sitting with my husband and being like, how the hell are we even gonna do Christmas this year? I don't think, I don't know even how to do this. This entanglement that I could have never foreseen. I didn't have the right paperwork or the right exit plans in place. I didn't really Mm. understand how the stock distributions worked. And I looked at him and I'm like, I think we're just gonna have to go to Mexico. And he was like, all right and we just like looked a trip to mexico for christmas and it was the best trip ever um and i just remember being on that beach and watching the sunrise um one day and and just thinking you know what it really is gonna be okay like i know now it's gonna be okay but i had just lost it you know like i couldn't yeah we weren't in the right spot anymore that 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 moment
1: that moment of clarity and some people might be just looking for it right now. Work might be so hard, concerned about what things aren't working, what, what should be working, where am I going? I don't know. I've kind of lost it. We all go through this, as we call it, the roller coaster. It's it's tough. It's not just mental, but it's emotional. But that moment of holding space for, I'm gonna be okay. Maybe I don't know the hows, but when you get that feeling, well, where, where was what, what did it actually? Feel like because that doesn't go away when you have that moment of clarity it never quite goes away what was it like for you
2: um usually I find my moments of clarity in nature I'm a nature human and I felt just like I was in the right spot and it was okay and because it's hard you do doubt yourself and you're like am I just like in that moment I was like geez am I gonna blow up my whole family relationship are we ever gonna make it through this because mm. it was tight you know, and we were a tight family before we were a tight family running the company, but it needed to be done. Like I needed to have them as a family and not as business associates anymore, because like, quite frankly, as soon as I left that company and I left with zero dollars in the bank account, I did not take anything with me, but the contact information of my clients, I made payroll the first month. I did. We hustled. We made payroll the first month. I was like, we've got this. And then within one year, everybody got paid more than they did before. And within three years, we were making double the income that we had made as employees of Make Create those previous years. And I was like, see, we did the right thing. But it was like, I needed that sunrise to be there and just reaffirm yeah. that it was okay. It was a really hard decision. Like it, it sucked, really, really sucked, but it was the right decision. It really, really was. And I felt like the sunrise just it kind of affirmed it like it was like yes girl you're in the right place you did do the right thing coming to mexico honey like this is a great place you should be by the ocean <laughs> like do this thing <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that is the best place for it I, I, it's something so freeing and open and and clear about again everyone has their own place their own happy place rivers lakes forests beaches whatever it might be for you but finding that and giving you the space to maybe you need to indulge sometimes maybe you need to indulge in it but there are times when it's when it hits you and you just know so beautiful how you've taken that evolved yeah of course put the hustle in as you need to do and work through it so what's it been like for you as you as you did evolve as you did start to do the things that you, you you know you want to do know you should have done what was that process like for you personally as as the business owner because there's still a lot of pressure in that even when things are going right
2: I feel like as a business owner, the hardest thing is like finding the most valuable place for me in my company. Like where do I give it the most value? I ask mm-hmm. myself that question all the time, even today. Um, I always tell, <laughs> I tell people all the time. I am like, I am amazingly mediocre. Like I am, I am like good at a lot of things and I am just not like that rock star being of anything. Like I didn't make it to the varsity like teams didn't get there right, <laughs> but I'm the alternate. I'm your alternate, right? And so finding that spot in my company and being surrounded by people who are incredibly talented at their one things, I'm always like, where should I be focusing my energy mm. right now? And I think that's been the cha- most challenging thing because I feel like I am the person who's going to be the visionary who's going to push something along, but I also realize that my follow sh- my follow through is just. I am so unexcited by it. Like I'll make the process and I do all the creative work and I can dream it and I can sell it. And then I am so unexcited about having to work through the process, right? And so I've been trying to be the visionary and and get everything going and, and trying different things and failing, you know, because, mm. you know, but so I think that's one of the biggest challenges of running a business is just knowing where your spot is as the business owner. I've never seen it before. It's not like it was modeled by the person I was raised by or anything like that. My parents are teachers. (laughs) I know what their role is. What's mine? I don't know. I've never seen it.
1: (laughs) That's so beautiful to explore because, I mean, as as people evolve, you know, agencies, especially going from like the solopreneur, bringing in a few team members. Now you're sort of letting go of the things that you know that you do so well or- Um, whether you love it or it's just like, I'm fucking good at it. I don't want to be doing it, but I'm amazing at this design or creation or development, whatever it might be Mm -hmm. to be able to sort of step away and allow the team to do it. And as you hit that sort of CEO mentality, Mm -hmm. there's a huge transition. there's a huge change. And I think with any of those transitions comes questions and doubts and what do I want to be doing? And I need to stop doing this, but I can't, I just can't, whether it's through passion or through, it's my way of working. So, what was the hardest thing for you to, as you sort of dabbling in an awful lot of things, where is it harder for you to release your stamp?
2: Um, at you know, at first it was in the design and of the websites themselves, and then I did eventually release it. And my my trick to that was a I had a person who was my leadership coach, like a person that I worked with. And, um, literally I would come in to the management class and every day they would make me write down like 10 times. I trust my team <laughs> because I was like, just not allowing yeah. things to go. And so that was a great exercise. But then to the other thing that I did was I made it hard for myself mm. to get in and do it. So like, If I'm now, if I'm going to go in and I'm going to update something in a website, I have to go look up the password. I know that seems silly, but it is a barrier of entry for me. I'm like, and it's not exciting for me. Like, I don't want to go dig up the password from the system. That sounds stupid. It takes like energy. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm like, ugh, I don't really want to do that. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to look up the password so that, or like I uninstalled for years. I uninstalled all of the design softwares from my computer none of them are on there. So I literally could not even open up the software that it took to revise it because if I had it, I would do it. And then they wouldn't be doing their jobs. And then I wouldn't be training them to be better designers. And then Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, delegate that stuff. So removing the software was, it felt kind of like I was cutting off an arm. Um, But now I don't even get in them anymore. And they're like, you just used Canva for that, Monica, or like you just designed that in, (laughs) in, uh, google slides and i'm like yeah because those are the softwares that i have now <laughs> like that's, that's all i'm
1: limited to but i'm gonna try to do something
2: yeah i can i can only have the baby softwares because the big kid softwares are on your computers, not mine because i would uh, be trying to use them <laughs> anyway
1: that's that is an interesting concept to put barriers in your own way i mean mm-hmm. i guess we all do this purposely strategically so i love that you brought this in and you know you know you You know your tendencies, good and bad. So you had to put these barriers in the way, mainly for for your team, mainly for the business, because you know that you're going to sabotage this and fuck things up and Mm. do the wrong thing. And then doubt creeps in, guilt creeps in, all these things from yourself and from your team. So, But I want to flip this around. So you've done well to put these barriers in your way. There's probably many more that you haven't told us about. Where are you? where are you making it harder for yourself right now, the things that you should be doing? What barriers are in your way, whether it's self-created subconsciously or even consciously, that are stopping you from doing the things that you you should be doing?
2: That is a good question. What barriers are in my way that are stopping me from what I should be doing? Um, there are definitely times where now, Since we're running a smaller team, like on purpose, things get busy. And I like, Mm. like, while I can be wildly mediocre, I am incredibly competent. And so I can do almost anything. Right. And so they'll be like, well, maybe Monica will help. (laughs) And, um, and I will, I totally will. And so I'll pick up these extra things. And sometimes I do it to the point of like not getting the other stuff done. Cause it's mm-hmm. difficult when um, I find it's difficult for me to flip from like proactive to reactive. Like you're like, okay, I'm going to be proactive. I'm going to go find, I'm going to go apply. I'm going to be on these podcasts. I'm going to do all these things and you're putting yourself out there and your stomach hurts a little bit and you're like, ah. and but you're doing it. And you just, you know, and then you get some feedback and you're like, okay, I did the right mm-hmm. thing. I did. Okay. I'm doing it. And then suddenly like somebody's like, Hey, you want to go back and do this thing that's that you're really comfortable with. That's
1: and you're like, reactive? fuck yes. Yes. I'll put you never yeah. ask,
2: Put me back in that seat. I'd love to do it. Um, And then you're like, uh oh, did I do the right thing for my team there? Um, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh-huh. um, yeah, back back to just knowing where where is the right place for you. I don't know. I don't always know.
1: <laughs> so how how is that show right now? So not knowing your place right now, I and mean, we were chatting away offline and mm-hmm. talking about oh this shift in your business, and you, you realize you didn't want this massive uber swelling business you wanted to be a bit more streamlined you want to be able to have a core team that you fucking love working with and they were Mm -hmm. tight and to reduce it down to a four day week you have your vision smaller amazing team working less but having amazing outputs and treating them so well there's kind of something beautiful within what you're trying to create there but with this journey as you change and evolve if you haven't had your if you haven't found your place before then and you were still searching and now you're still searching now oh we could go and talk about that or we could just say what well, what do you want mm,
2: that's like a great knows. question get the I, team
1: get the clients what do you want
2: man my the problem is is that like i am not i'm not motivated by the huge business in the chase, like a lot mm-hmm. of people, um, it just like, it might be someone to flick them. You're like, Oh, and I think that's why we held on to the bigger business structure for so long. Cause we had convinced ourselves, like, this is how we ensure that we can all have vacations. This is how we can ensure that we have like this insulation around our business and everything's okay. And then, um, Make it
1: bigger and more complicated, right?
2: Yeah. It's like when you listen to everybody after you have your first kid and they're telling you how to raise them and you're like, I should have just like shut my ears. And just done whatever, you know, because I would have figured it out eventually. But um because I think that bigger, bigger, bigger is stupid, stupid, stupid. And I think like um the people that are like, yeah, you can do it. It's just, it's just you're gonna have to work a million hours and it's gonna be fine because that's just what business owners do. They just work a million hours and they just do all this stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, you can keep that idea. Yep. You keep that one for yourself. I'm gonna have mine. Because for mm-hmm. the last like five years, literally, our whole mentality has been work smarter, not harder because yeah. I want to work less time and and then I want to make more money. <laughs> I know, I know, it, isn't that the American dream, right? But like, I'm serious, I'm gonna freaking get there. So um, like last summer I said to my husband, we're not hiring a nanny. And he was like, so how are you gonna work? And I'm like, I'm gonna work three days a week. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, yep. And I'm not gonna give myself a pay cut and I'm just gonna see what happens. And so I did, I went and I worked three days a week and you know what happened? I was a way cooler person, <laughs> like I was a way cooler person. And I like got to hang out with my kids and take hikes in the woods. And and when I came back to work, I had all these ideas and I w- had the space to be like this person that, that could find positivity and find solutions. And they're like those walls that mm-hmm. were usually there that you're just like running into over and over again. They weren't there. And I was like, it was so amazing. And then I was like, oh my God, I have to give this to my team. I don't know how yeah. it's ever going to work, but I got to do it for my team. So it just started out as like, I'm going to work smarter, not harder. And then I'm going to work less hours to I'm just going to only work three days a week because I'm sick and tired of paying a babysitter to get yeah. to hang out with my kids and take them to the pool. And then when I come home from work, jazzed because I'm going to take them to the pool because I got off work early. They don't want to go because they already partied all day with this chick that I paid to watch them. And I am the person that's supposed to sit and watch TV. You're them, the
1: cool one, damn it.
2: You're the cool one. <laughs> I like, housed Anyway, so yeah, so my goal is to <laughs> still do amazing work because it gets me so jazzed. I love building I love building structurally sound, amazing websites that work for people and supporting them and not making them feel like they're getting crap from a used car salesperson mm-hmm. and just knowing that they have like a friend on the other end of the line that's gonna always help them solve their problem and um but, but to do it, not working five days a week <laughs> and from wherever in the world I want to be because <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't always like I don't. I don't think that was a, around. I know that wasn't around when I started my business. People didn't just be digital nomads. The, the word hadn't even been invented yet. I feel cheated because-
1: That was if, your calling, damn it. That's what you should have been doing all this time.
2: If I were 23 again, I would be a digital nomad. <laughs> but instead, okay. I was that, going to networking events. Monica, you know? Monica,
1: Monica, let me, let me pause you there. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me play devil on your shoulder. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? You can do whatever the hell you want. Mm -hmm. You're the boss lady. You make the rules. And so far, most of the rules have been to make everyone else's life better. You care about your clients so much. You still have so many solopreneur tendencies. I care too much. Mm -hmm. I care about my staff. How can I allow them to get the salary? How can I get the raises? How can I take care of them? Have I got enough business to maintain their future? I care about my clients. They should always have the right support. What you just said two minutes ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is like I want to make sure they they always have something in the line. However, you also want this freedom. You also want this. So mm-hmm. I will I will always come back down to look at what you're building and look at what you want. Yes. Right now, it seems like there's a a slight misalignment.
2: They're for getting all there though.
1: The loving right reasons. I think that's yeah, the yeah. that's the crux of it.
2: I do feel like we're getting there. Um, to alignment. Like my this. So last summer I was like I'm working. Um, I'm working three days a week. I will be in the office one day a week. I worked remotely from the lake and it was great. And this summer, this is gonna be an adventure and I'm really excited about it. We're spending a month in Costa Rica and um, my husband's taking a sabbatical. I dra- I'm dragging my kids with me. I rented a house with a tree house. I'm going to kick them outside to the tree house and the pool and be like, you do your crap, I'll do mine. I'll meet you guys, like collect a lizard or something. Nice. And, um, and then for the rest of the summer. I'm going to hang out at the lake and work remotely (laughs) and see if I blow things up.
1: (laughs) Oh, so it's not just a break. It's also, it's also for working. Yeah. Ah.
2: So my husband's on sabbatical, but I had this dream of being able to be someplace else. And so my first task, is just being someplace else and seeing if I hate it. Like, do you hate it? Am I gonna get there and be like, no way, man, I'm this tropical paradise. I'm not sitting down to work. Or will I be grateful to get to sit down to work in this tropical paradise? I don't know. And so I'm gonna Mm. put myself there. I'm gonna see how it feels.
1: So you literally are going through the transition of finding yourself. You're literally playing and seeing and thinking all these questions that you still haven't answered and you've been pondering for a while. They're starting to come true. I love that. I love that exploration.
2: It's an experiment. My life is an experiment right now.
1: <laughs> fantastic. Well, Monica, we wish you all the best of your experiment. It must be so hard <laughs> going to Costa Rica, working That's on the be beach terrible. in paradise. Wah, wah, wah.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> that I was hope fantastic. that they have decent internet. That I actually, I uh, emailed somebody who works from Costa Rica a few days ago and I'm like, how's the internet there? She's like, great. And I'm like, okay, thank God. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh yeah, I, I spent and, like, months and no months internet. and months over the last couple of years traveling from the UK to Costa Rica, Mexico, mm-hmm. US, and it was great. I mean, working from the beach with a margarita, I was quite happy there. I was, I was enjoying it. So yeah, there is no reason why you can't. There's always a way. Absolutely. So Monica, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for sharing your business and behind the scenes of what it is that you you're going through as the business owner, especially during transitions.
2: Yeah, transitions are tough, but I feel like. The thing that I just have to remember, and this is the thing that I've always told myself, is like, um, even though you're not really sure how this is going to go, doing something is better than doing nothing. And even if you don't think you're the person who absolutely is like, like, even if you're just mediocre, you still care. You care a lot. And you care more than like probably 95% of the other people out there doing it. And so, you know, you're going to do right by everybody else. So why not just give it a whirl and see yeah. if you fail. And if you fail, fix it. Ha-ha. <laughs> like, like, nice. Fix it.
1: Beautiful. Monica, well, okay, if you want to find out more about, about you and the work that your your team does, where can they find you?
2: We're at maycreate.com. That's M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. May is my middle name. That- family name. Anyway, my mom thought of the name back in 2005 when she took me on that walk. And then we also have a podcast. It's called Marketing with Purpose. And so you can hear me talk about pretty much anything, especially techie crap um, on the podcast.
1: Awesome guys. If you're, if you're excited or just curious, go check it out. And Monica, thank you again for sharing. It's been an absolute pleasure.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome.